Panther fans. <laughs> God, you about blowed me off the couch. Your first win. Your first win, Hello Panthers, is awesome. <laughs> We're back at you with another episode of the Hail Podcast. And this episode is very special because we're winners, baby. One and oh. One and oh. One and oh. First win at Raceland since nineteen fifty six. Nineteen fifty six. Since the Eisenhower administration. All right. <laughs> Introductions. J.R. Robinson right here coming at you. Pikeville High School class of two thousand and ten. My idiot brother. Heath Robinson. Back to the drug. High School like class. So you deafen me and then you insult me. Back to the class of nineteen ninety five and of course the Hall of Famer, Mr. Douglas Powers, Pikeville High School class of nineteen ninety seven. And that was the weirdest game. It was it was weird. Actually, yeah, this is like uh, like seven o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, the game just ended like ten minutes. Oh, oh man, I yeah. slept. I could not get up this morning. I came home. I got home at like three a.m. I yeah. didn't even do anything. I was sore. Yeah. I was just sore from standing there, being in the rain. My clothes were soaked. Oh my goodness. Let's do shout outs real quick. All right, how about it? Yeah. Uh, Doug, you want to give a shout out? Sure. Uh, shout out Campbell Nowd. First tackle. <laughs> yeah. Awesome yes. solo on kickoff. Yes. Uh, got to play a little corner last night. Super proud of the kid. Oh, He's yeah. doing a good doing job. Great, man. Doing Look great. to see more of it. Oh, yeah. Bub? Um, shout out to Corbin. He got on there on extra point team, and some kid from racing killed him there on that last extra point. But he's learning. He's getting better, and I'm proud of him. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Doug Powers for scoreboarding. <laughs> it never stops, man. Doug's first step to world domination begins on November the 6th, is it, Doug? He's, he's joking. Uh, he's joking. Doug's um, uh, first, uh, his first step of his journey to being emperor is uh, will begin on November the 6th as a member of the Pipewell Independent School Board. If you don't vote for Doug, we're going to drop Ronnie Ford off at your house and tell him you have a lifetime supply of hot dogs and allergy meds. <laughs> God bless, Ronnie. Oh, Love you, Ronnie. All right. And, uh, I mean, the obvious shout-out is shout-out to our boys last night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's not easy. Yeah, going down there to a place we haven't won since you said 1956 and getting a victory. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Well, it's not easy turning it on and off yeah. like they had to do, especially a young team. Yeah. When you get fired up and you've got those emotions going, testosterone, it's hard to pause it for 30, 40 minutes, go in your locker room, come back out, then do it again yeah. and come back out. It's really hard. Yeah. Losing it takes all. a disciplined team. And we won our first game, and we yeah. just lost 17 seniors, yeah. and almost all of them played. And I think before the game, they had senior night. They had 13 seniors. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean – Awesome victory. Uh, going back to it being the uh, uh, weirdest game ever, uh, they actually didn't even play the national anthem of the game until, until I, the first lightning delay yeah, because they got caught up in senior night and forgot to do it. You know, way to go, Raceland, you bunch of commies. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I fully understand. I, I don't think anybody was upset about it. I think people were trying to just move yeah. that game on. Yeah, they were trying to hurry yeah, up and get it going. Yeah. And COVID, it's COVID. Yeah. You know. So, also... We had another game that no one's really talking about. Yeah, Shout out high. to our junior high Panthers going down there in a grid of Rama and Perry Central. Perry Central and laying a smackdown on them. Hey, I'm getting feedback from people that there were some players in that game that played awesome games. Yeah. Awesome I, games. I heard that, uh, what was it, number 32, I think that was his number. I don't remember, but, but 
I'm telling you, uh, one of my buddies called and said, one of our kids is going to get charged with murder because he just <laughs> killed about four people on their team and scored four touchdowns. Okay, here's how we get Matt on the show. I've got an idea. All right? Huddle up. Um, we just start pronouncing kids' uh, names wrong and start, like, saying all kinds of wrong stuff and everything, and that way Matt will have to come on it here. It does play. fire people so, up. Or Shane. Yeah. There you go. Or, or, you know, or Shane either one. Shane ain't going to do it. But, you know, Matt... <laughs> Because I'll tell you what, you got our bellies wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry us up, I gotta go uh, uh, squirrel hunting. <laughs> that was a horrible Mike Burnham imitation, and I'm sorry about that. It wasn't that yeah. bad. Yeah. It, it was close. Shout out to Matt and Blake Branham, who do an excellent job. Phenomenal the job. High, this might be their year, man, I'm telling you. No junior high team I've seen has worked as hard as they have. Hopefully, yeah. the junior high team could actually have a state championship game. Yeah. That would be nice. So, yeah, they're definitely contenders with yeah. that team from what we saw. They got Belfry this week, too. Yeah, we'll want to watch that one. Um, uh, Just so, keep working, guys, and keep after it. Shout out to the Blake and Jason podcast for always shouting us out. Shut up, Blake. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys still, no still, yeah. no still no invites. Still no invites. Still no invites. Blake? Yeah, man. I know Jessa would probably be, you know, kind of lost in it, but we could, you know, we could. Uh, dude, are you kidding? Run. As much as Blake runs his mouth, Jessa's probably glad to hear somebody else run there. <laughs> but thank you guys for the shout outs. Also, thank you to Dustin Boyd for the amazing theme music. I know there's been a couple episodes the theme music hasn't been on there. I don't know. That's, 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 that's the editor's that. fault. I'm sorry. Fire hey, me. I, I heard Allison. We were listening to the podcast, though, the pregame on the yeah. way to Raceland. I heard her humming the theme music. Nice. Oh, man, That's man, what man. we want, man. Nah, nah. Hey, yes. get Campbell to play it on guitar like live. Yeah, we, we could do and that. Then you can like rip a big solo in the middle. He's awesome at guitar. I know, he's great. Uh, you can like rip a big uh, solo in the middle of it or something. It'd be oh, awesome. That could be cool. Awesome, awesome job, Dustin. Thank you very much for that. And uh, now we get into business. We get a W last night. Was it the prettiest game we've ever seen? No, but it wasn't near as ugly as I thought it was going to be. No. I'll put it to you that Actually, yeah. Raceland made the mistakes I thought we might. Yeah. But um, I, I think I called my shot, really. Uh, players to watch. Boom. Blake Birchfield, two touchdowns, 146 yards rushing. Defense. Line. The line played amazing. I, yeah. I'm very proud of our offense and defensive line. Yeah, also, they, shout they out. pretty well had their way up front. Like, shout out awesome. to Josh Taylor, yeah. who was an absolute stud at yeah. middle linebacker yep. last that night. That kid can play. Yes, yeah. he can. And it, moving from D-line back to linebacker is not an easy thing. And I like Luke Ray. Yeah, played Luke, really Luke good. Luke Ray laid a hit on a racing running back last yeah. night that you could hear yeah. Rico, from back here in Blackful. Rico yeah. laid some. Laid some wood last night. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Luke did really well. Um, you know, he he kind of reminded me of somebody else named Ray. He used to play down there. Probably, I think you know. he's a little better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said Doug Powers said that. <laughs> Virgil, if you're listening. Yep, you're getting arrested, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> but Doug's getting raided like tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you. Some of the Mike Tomlin from the Steelers says this, and I think a lot of coaches would agree with this. Sometimes it was it was ugly, but it was beautiful at the same was, time. We weren't all that ugly. Yeah, you know, if, if honestly, if you took out the John and and stuff like that, we really 
got a couple holes. And that's, that's a topic I want to get on. JR usually does the hard things, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to kind of uh, say something here, and I want everybody to know that I say it with a complete heart full of love. Um, I say this with absolutely every bit of love in my heart. I don't think anybody can question how much I love these kids and how much I think of them and how much I love this program. But, boys, act like you've been there before and act like you're going there again. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to name names or single anybody no, out. No reason. It's a, but, you know, just I know football's an emotional game. I, I completely thing. get that. Yeah. I completely get that football's an emotional game. I know sometimes, you, and I've got caught up in it myself at times. But just you have to guard against, you know, don't, don't play with your mouth. Uh, you know, anybody can play with their mouth. Uh, play with your pads. Let your pads do your talking, and they'll talk a whole lot louder than anything you can you can ever say. So that's that's just what I'm gonna lay out there. You know, I love you guys, and you know, all I'm doing is is for their betterment. You know, for their benefit. So uh, just just please, you know, uh, that that that's my only thing on it. Um. So getting back to the game last night. Um. Yeah, it was. What two lightning delays? Two lightning delays. One yeah, in the first quarter yeah. with thirty-two seconds to and go. It lasted like an hour, Man, yeah, two hours, terrible. something like that. And honestly, the lightning was occurring even when they brought them back out. It a, a storm was skirting next to the field, and yeah. it's just it was pointless to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, and so that happened. Then you had a another lightning delay. That happened was the, the third? third. Yeah, started the, right the at the start of the yeah. third quarter. Yeah, we didn't get home last night. I know we didn't until I, about two o'clock. I didn't get home to about two thirty. My thing is, and this is my plea to the KHSA: if, if stuff like that goes on, and you've already had an hour lightning delay, you got to use short, common sense. Shorten the halftime down, because if they had to shorten the halftime down yeah. or just not gave us one, because we just had an hour wait, yeah. then you know. We could have got probably all that game in before all the real heavy rain came in. Well, the 16th region referees aren't the greatest in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we found that out. Even at basketball and football, it's it's actually a, well, a that disease to or a genetic thing with them. That's a perfect segue, Douglas. That that's what I like about our group. You don't really have to coach us too much. We just kind of work so good with each other that it's – Doug just segued into my next thing. How in the world – do you play at a place, two complete football games, and the team that you're playing, the home team, by the way, gets exactly, in those two games, gets exactly one penalty? It's actually fascinating. Are they just that Are they just that disciplined? No, I, no. I didn't see it. No. The only penalty that they got was they kicked the football out of bounds, and I think they got to run it and, into the kicker. And I just want to be on uh, record as saying they should have gotten a penalty for their fans being on our side. Uh, absolutely. Screaming and, and yeah. absolute vulgarity. I said this. It's terrible. It was off. It's one of the worst things I've seen in sports. I talked about this on Facebook earlier. Uh, big, big, big uh, props to our former guest, uh, uh, Christy Orm, our athletic director. Huge props. Standing right next to those kids. The refs look over at those kids, and they're handling some pretty nasty talk. I mean, it's, it's stuff that, that make a Marine blush. I'll put it to you that way. Shout out Lincoln's hours. But, uh, um, and they kept it going and kept it going. Well, the refs looked over and heard those kids and said, watch your mouth, Pikeville, like that right there. And Christy spoke up and said, listen, they're not from Pikeville. They're from Raceland, and I've had to hear this crap all night. 
and the ref goes over, gets Grayson's principal, and he escorts him back over. So nice save, Coach. We just about got another 15-yard penalty for something we didn't do. Um, after all that stuff, like, like I said, it's one of the weirdest football games. Not a big crowd. Not a whole lot of noise. Just just those kids out there playing football. It was it was so odd with all that stuff that you all just mentioned. Yeah. The you know, the fifteen yard penalties, the wrestling only getting one penalty, the lightning delays, the masks that everybody had. I take it's twenty twenty, man. Yeah, yeah I take it go. back, they got two penalties. They got a running into the kicker earlier in the game and it was uh 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 declined. Yeah. I mean, you had those kids doing that. Well, and the refs, you know, when we got a taunting penalty, they didn't even know how to handle it. Like, yeah, they were trying to take, take the touchdown away from it. Yeah. You know, I thought it was tacked on to the extra point, but they tacked it on to the kickoff. I don't even know if that's right. Yeah, and, you know, I don't want to turn this into a bash the ref thing. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, that's excuses. Well, yeah. guess what? As a referee, you know when you take that job, you're going to have parents and fans and all this stuff questioning your decisions when you take the job. Yeah, yeah. So that's part of it. You just want to deal with it. And I think as Pikeville fans, I think our fans are getting used to And I've seen it in football and basketball. I go to places and I see home teams sometimes get calls. I think we never get them. It's like people are scared <laughs> to good. do it because they're just going to get ridiculed for it. Yeah. So it's like we get the worst calls even at home. It's amazing. That's what I'm really. saying. We don't even get calls at home. Yeah. Like our home field advantage, I know Mike wins a lot over there. He hasn't lost. Oh, we've got a strong home field advantage. But the refs don't help it. I promise you that. Yeah, that's that reminds me of a very funny story. All this does about our dad. You know what? You know what I'm getting ready to tell, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Bart Williams was basketball coach in junior high when Jr. was playing. We y'all were playing. You played basketball? Yeah, in junior high. In junior high. Uh, I mean, I, contrary to popular belief, Doug, I do like basketball. Okay, wow. I really do. Okay, yeah, it's all right. I'm, be, I'm um, a lot. Yeah, that's why you volunteered to do the basketball pod, hell podcast. Hi, Doug. Doug, dude, what? you just ruined everything. No, I didn't. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You are fired. Oh <laughs> Lord. Oh my goodness. I'm the front charismatic front man. Do you have a Sammy Hagar? Yes, I'm getting a hold of Sammy Hagar tomorrow. <laughs> Um, no, seriously, uh, no, it, it, that, that's not really a big secret, but, you know, we didn't want to talk about it now, Doug. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, it just reminded me of a cool story. My dad was the bus driver for the junior high basketball team. They were somewhere, and they was getting all kinds of crappy calls from the refs. Yeah. Parents were upset. The players were upset. Coaches were upset, you know, and they're all in the locker room at halftime. My dad, the bus driver, okay, Goes in there and and Bart's talking to him and everything else. And Dad walks up to him, the bus driver. You don't see a bus driver doing that. No, you don't. He walks up. He says, "He says, Coach, you care if I say something? You know, my dad was like six five. You know, yeah. preacher, deep booming voice. Yeah. He said, Coach, you care if I say something? And, and Bart looks looks up and he's like, No, Ted, go ahead. And Dad said, Listen, you're pikeful and everybody hates you. You know, you're not going to get any calls, so just get over it and play hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I hate the fact that Jared told me that to story, and I was like, "Man, that, that's a, that, that was." He bad. really did say that. I yeah. really wish I had got to meet him. But I, I wish you would have. Very that blunt. Very, when it comes to sports, Dad was as big a sport fan as anybody. Yeah. He would have loved to have been in this time. Especially. I just hear your guys' stories, and I was like, "That sounds like a cool guy." Dude, yeah. our whole life—about ninety percent of our life—is sports. 
I mean, that's what's got us through high school. Sports bring people together. Yes, they do. And And I think our interview is going to show that. Yeah, and it all started, you know, with, uh, 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 you know, a certain team back in the 80s. Uh, But, you know, as far as my dad and I. Okay. You know, no, that goes to our guests uh, later on in the show, which you guys definitely want to stay tuned for. Man, you guys gave away Mike and everybody else. Possibly the greatest interview we've ever done. Oh, dude, it's phenomenal. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. The judge. Robbie Wright put on a absolutely fantastic interview. I mean, Bub was almost crying. I mean, I actually yeah. did cry. Yeah, Doug cried. Doug I was, had gooseys. Yeah, had goosies. I had to like it's walk bad. over in the bushes for a minute and get my composure. Gosh, I mean, it brought me back to my childhood. Yeah, it really like, did, man. When Robbie was sitting there talking, I, I really felt, felt like, like I was like in I fifth was, grade again. Yeah, it was, I, it was nineteen eighty-seven all over again, and I'm I'm sitting here watching these dudes. You know, the Beatles. The, uh, play Shea Stadium. You know, that's that's what that was. Have you ever heard the thing about, you know, uh, people would let uh, Morgan Freeman read him a bedtime story? Yeah. Yeah, I let Robbie Wright read me a bedtime story. He's pretty good, man. He's, he's <laughs> an elder statesman. <laughs> yes. Is what he is. Uh, Robbie, uh, disregard that. Uh, if you want JR to be away from you, well, you're a judge. You can get a restraint on <laughs> <laughs> But after that comment, if we can, me yeah, and Doug can just weird. do the show. Yeah. If you ever want to come back on, which you're welcome, but uh, yeah, JR can. JR's going to get an EPO. <laughs> yep. Yeah, first, yeah. First, you picked us to lose against Rachel, and now you hit on Robbie Wright for God's sake. What's well, the matter? I, hit on listen, okay? <laughs> Shut up. I'm just saying the man has a okay. soothing voice. He does. <laughs> okay. We love you, Robbie. Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah. man. Yeah. Thank you very much, awesome. Robbie. And hopefully, we can get the rest of you guys on there. Yeah. But back to the topic at hand. So we were playing the game last night. What what surprised you all? I know, I know there was a lot for me, but what surprised you the most? Um, it surprised me that our defense looked as good as they did. Yeah. I did not expect our defense to look that good, and that is absolutely no disrespect no. to Coach Sully or Nick King or uh, to Yogi or yeah. to Coach Foote or to anybody. Uh, shout out, Yogi. I'm going to get you on here, man, as soon as I, I possibly can. I communication problems. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you that's know, just the thing. It's just you've had three weeks of practice. You've had a week yeah. of full pads. Defensive football, you yeah. have to communicate out there. Good. But, I mean, they looked like they were, you know, three or four weeks in. I was know? also happy they played so many different players in different positions. Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to find the magic formula, yeah. you know. And that's cool. I, it was really – I mean, one thing that surprised me was Jake Hyten. You know, I know I talked up the yeah. kid. Uh, I'm just curious at, at you can, Raceland. You can tell he's a good athlete. He's a really he just, good. He didn't have any work up. They didn't, and, and play call wise, they didn't utilize him in the run. It, it was very odd. It was just pass or handoff to running back. It wasn't much of a Jake Hyten show. Well, I mean, this is not me throwing shade at anybody, but this is me just stating facts. Last night was a case study. And who was the better coach? Because you have mirrored schools, you had almost mirror images of each other. Lost a big senior class, you know. Still had some talent, but you know it was inexperienced and things like that. And the better prepared team was out there for all to see. Yeah, and the weight room really helped. Oh, big time, big time. You know the better prepared team, which you know we talked about this back in the summer. Whoever the coach is that figures out how to do this the best, their teams are the ones that's going to shine. And it's in almost this area. the fastest. 
whoever can do yeah. it the fastest implement their they're the ones that's going to shine in in this you know during these times that nobody knows what's going on yeah so uh coach mike definitely was uh had the more prepared and his staff definitely had the more prepared football team out there last night and it was evident yeah, and you know, from literally the first snap of the game for race. Yeah, it really was because they fumbled the first snap. And that's, but, that, like I said, that's no slag on anybody. That's yeah. just that's just facts. And Coach Mack said it himself in our last interview. Like he's one cog in the wheel. We don't give enough credit to all those coaches. You know, no matter. I mean, we've got so many, but they are so good. And I mean, our team was prepared. They deserve a lot more than they get. But at they the same do. time, you know, that was kind of the point I was trying to make with Coach Mack the other day. Coach Mike was the one that put them together. Yeah. He's the one that hired all of them. Yeah, stuff. that's true. You know, so, yeah, he deserves more credit than what he's willing to give himself, and I'm going to give it to him. I don't care if he takes it or not. No, that's fine. And, and so, the big thing, yeah. that, like you saying, you know, him getting out there and telling these boys, hey, you know, you've got to be more disciplined than this and all that stuff, that just – that's a, a, a picture of what a good coach looks like. Yeah. You know? And when I saw him do that last night, I was like, man, I'm, with Coach Mack, he really doesn't yell that much. He's not a yeller. He freaks out. Well, when he does, he does. Yeah, and you listen to him. You should. And he's got the respect of these boys. He's got the respect of Little League kids right now. I mean, he's got the respect of everybody around this whole entire region, really. Coach Mack runs this town. Yeah, he really does. And, you know, I was just impressed by that. Uh, but going back to like the game, what I was impressed with, and I know Doug's going to hate me. Well, he uh, could run this town if he wanted to. Uh, don't don't it. say it. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Our QB has got some wheels on him. <laughs> and Doug is not happy about it. Doug is not happy about it whatsoever. But the stiff arm, the getting us out of like a third and 15. No, that and, was an excellent play. Yeah. Now, to be honest. I love to run as a quarterback, you know, and they should, knowing the down and distance, getting the first down or touchdown, whatever. But uh, you know, also, you know, you're when you're your money's on your arm. Yeah. You know? And and, and there are dual threat quarterbacks. Listen, our, we've got a quarterback that's an athlete and you're yeah. gonna have a hard time chaining him down. He's gonna <laughs> do he he's gonna do the best for his team. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I know that. And I mean, you, you, you can't coach that, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just, you know. JR and Doug and I were uh, standing down there with, I don't, I'm sure he probably doesn't care to have his name mentioned, but Tim Champlin, high school class of 2006, played down here. Head now coach of West Carter? East Carter. East Carter. East Carter, yeah. East Carter, and he's doing a heck of a job down there. Yeah. And uh, really uh, brought that program. Yeah, we wish back. we yeah. wish him nothing but the best. His class two thousand five. Awesome guy. Yeah. Is 05? Yeah, it's 05. No, he was a senior the year after we. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it's 06. 06. My bad. Anyway, um, don't ever doubt me again. No, <laughs> shut up. But uh, it's my job to correct you. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, he was sitting down there talking to us, and, and, and he he threw he watched Isaac throw a couple couple passes there at the first part of the game. And he was just absolutely dumbstruck, man. He said, there are just things that this kid is doing that kids his age shouldn't be capable of doing right now. You will not see a quarterback in the state of Kentucky, I feel comfortable saying this, that throws a better ball. No. I I haven't seen him. He's got a quick release. 
and yeah, his numbers weren't sexy. It was it was a it was a sloppy game. It was raining and everything else. New know, receivers, new receivers dropped threw, balls, dropped yeah. balls. You know, which we're gonna have to work on. Not a slide on them. They're young. Yeah. They're going to get better. Lot, you know, a lot of it is just timing stuff, and it's going to happen. It if is. you saw it getting better as, you, the, time, here, as the Here's game the thing, went. and Coach Mack touched on this. If you didn't have two months of doing seven on seven, that would have done an immense yeah. amount of improvement with a lot of things. Just You've got guys out there. It's the first time they're lining up at yeah. wide receiver. It's really hard. And as a quarterback, you don't throw. And when the, where oldest, the, yeah. when the oldest member of your wide receiver core is a junior. Yeah. You, you don't know, that, throw where sick. they're at. You throw where they're going to be. Yeah. And to time that down, it's really hard. It's going to take time. And and, and it just – I thought we did an amazing job, really. Yeah, exactly. no longer time good. what we had. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all our receivers look good. They're running crisp routes. They're open. You know, it's just really execution. And yeah. it's one of the things I mentioned in the pregame thing. You know, you just got to execute. Yeah. Meaning, throw it, catch it, go. Yeah. You know, execute. But, I mean, our receivers did make a couple of – Pretty oh, good he, play. Yeah, yeah. Lockhart had a seventy-two yard touchdown yeah. last night, and it, Isaac laid a pass out there that Perfect. only in the rain. Yeah, in the rain. Yeah, I, I thought uh, Timmy Champlin was going to cry on that throw. I it was did. awesome. He, he said it was an absolute thing of beauty, it and was. it was. And also, you guys got to understand this. And as a past quarterback, I can tell you, you when it rains, okay. The first uh, few drives, you'll have dry footballs, right? Yeah. But as the game wears on, the towels get wet, they wipe them with. The, all the five or six game balls get wet. It turns into a slop fest, really. Yeah. And the fact he's putting balls on the money in that oh, is, yeah. is, you know, it's a credit. And that, that will help us because, listen, not everybody has turf. Right. You know, you got to learn to play in the, Big time. on grass and mud. Absolutely. Uh, so that was a good game. I liked that game. I yeah. also liked it because that was a test. It was. Because – when you get down into November and December, and and especially in the fall, uh, especially, you have inclement weather games like that right yep. there. You're going to have to get used to that. Yeah. Well, there's some seasons where the moment it hits September first, you get yeah. rain. Yeah. In our high school careers, yeah, we we played in the mud constantly, and actually at some points, I'm, I'm telling you, I got so used to it that it was it was almost silly. Like, yeah. Playing in three inches of mud was just like, well, yeah. When it was dry, you was like, what, what, what? I don't know That's what to easy. do. I don't yeah. know what to do here. I don't know about you all, but I love playing in mud. I was a mudder. Yeah, Jar was a mudder. You weren't a quarterback. It's really hard to take well, I, a, I, a snap in the a, mud. A mudder yeah. is a real uh, phenomenon in football. You know, because there are just some people that 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 respond <laughs> better in the mud than, and they're good players otherwise. They're great players, but. They just respond better to playing in the mud when they get muddy and dirty. Jarvis was one of those, man. When it started raining, I would be at, at watching his games. And when it started raining, I was like, oh, man, this cool. is about to get good. <laughs> but good. Uh, I just love here's, it. Here's the thing about Isaac that concerns me. Uh, not anything about him or any of his play or anything like that. It's us as a fan base, okay? Yeah. Isaac is so good, and we have watched him play for so long. I just – I want to try to caution everybody to not take that for granted, okay, and, and kind of relish in what we're seeing because it's not common, okay. You know, Doug can back me up on this. This is not this is not common to see a kid this good, okay. No, it's not common. And I'm I'm not trying to be you know no. some other uh, uh, 
a sports show that will remain nameless. I'm not trying to just hype the kid endlessly. I'm just telling you, it, it's 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 something to to be appreciated. Okay? Oh, it absolutely is. And you know, and when because I catch myself doing it sometimes. You know, we've coached the kids since he was what seven years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and you got to remember, there is a certain development to players. You know. Yeah. And uh, player goals, uh, what's going on, um, you know. But I, I would, you know, we're going to see some great things from a lot of players yeah. on this team. Yeah, and, Isaac's uh, not. The, Isaac yeah, can't do it by himself. No, He's great. no. But, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. I'd love to have, to have had that offensive line. I really would. Have. Oh yeah. Those guys are are really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and the twins, and the twins, oh, and Brady Clark, and Landon. They do awesome. Guys. Speaking of that, um, how about we? Everybody was hyping up Carson Wright to be the guy this year, and the kid had an injury. Yeah, he's back. Played on a defense. great defensive yeah. game last yeah, night. Really, by the way. It, it, yeah, I mean, just to be, you know, honest. For the first part of the game, I didn't. Th- I think he, he was trying to get his sea legs underneath of him. Yeah, been. but yeah. then in the second half, man, he took over. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he did. He played a he really, was really good yeah. game. He was reading offensive plays. And I, he was I, a step ahead of everybody. Yeah. What I say about Isaac applies to a lot of other kids on that team too, because you are not. What you're seeing right now is not common. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, goes to our guest uh, later on. What you saw with him was not common. I mean, we're in in normal years, we're very good. But right now we're special. Yeah, enjoy it because yeah. it doesn't last forever. Uh, and, we're trying to do that, but it yeah. doesn't last forever. But I want to, uh, this includes the offensive line too. I want to brag on our running game last night. Amazing! Hey, Alex Rogers. Hey, man, brother. Blake. Uh, first wow. off, let's mention Blake first. Yeah, Blake. Yeah, Blake, well, we, Blake was the star yeah. of the show. What do you have? Four yeah. carries for two hundred yards and three no. touchdowns or something. Well, he had one hundred forty-six yards, two touchdowns. But I told you guys before. He's my player to watch. Yeah. yeah. Him and Wade Hensley. Wade Hensley played an amazing defensive game. Yeah, he did. In, he really in my did. opinion. I, I think he's a shutdown corner at this point, especially with the run game. Like, you're not going to throw over top of him, but he's he's so big. Yeah. He's a big corner, and he can stop the run. But Blake had a great running game last night. Yeah. And, and it was, as far as Wade goes, uh, as far as defensive play goes, like Wade can – you know, with his size, he may not be the fastest guy out there. He's pretty fast, but he's got those long strides, and he's also going to be really hard. He can make up a lot of ground. When, when, when you're when you when you're tall like that and you're yeah. big like that, sometimes you can give smaller wide receivers a step or two. Yeah, he's going to be hard to beat deep. because he can make it up with those yeah, long yeah. strides. Yeah, and you can jump kind of like Seth Pugh was. Yeah, and exactly. As far as his offensive game goes, that's going to come. Yeah, he had a big catch on third down that, that saved a drive for us. There. Had a good diving catch. I think that know? was a touchdown drive, too. So, I mean, it, it, Oh, how about this? 99-yard sustained drive. That was drive. a thing of beauty, bro. Yeah. Uh, Steve Johnson, after the game, I talked to him. He goes, that's the longest drive I've ever coached. You know, yeah. right? It was an offensive coordinator kind of guy. Yeah. And uh, it was. We threw the ball three or four times, but – it was well, a thing you, of beauty. You think about that, man. First game of the year, three weeks of practice. In the rain. In the rain, on the road. It was good. And we're disciplined that, enough that, to have a 99-yard yeah. drive. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I credit our offensive Dude, coaches I, for that happening. You know how That's hard that is to ask an NFL very, team to do it's that? It's very hard. Very hard. You're backed up in your own end zone. Yeah. yeah. Most people were just hoping we got to the 10 so we could punt it. Yeah. You know? so I, mean, yeah I mean, that's what anybody does when you've yeah. got the ball at the one. You're it's just amazing. hoping you can get some, some breathing room so you can punt it. 
and, and punted out of there. But uh, uh, man, they they really responded to that. Yeah, it goes right did. back to your field general, man. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out uh, to like you said, Alex Rogers, who had a nice debut last yeah. night. Yeah. Had a uh, big run. Alex Rogers and I, you know, I love his mother to death. She and I graduated together, and we've known each other for many years. And, you know, his grandpa, Shep, is, is a local legend around here, and, and deservedly so. Uh, you know, his dad uh, was in the in the service and just recently retired from the Army. So, I mean, you know, uh, uh, heroes kind of running that kid's DNA. Yeah. Hasn't yeah. played football since eighth and grade. And hasn't played football since eighth grade. So what he's going to have to do is just a little bit of fine-tuning. It's polished. He's going to have to get lower yeah. and run behind his yeah. pads a little yeah. bit. Man, once he learns that stuff, Gosh. I mean, he look looked out. good. Let he me tell you good. something from a former running back. When I got the most success I ever had is when they had practices, especially for me, to get low when I'm running, yeah. get my pad level lower. And when he learns how to do that, yeah. well, you're you're talking about a basketball player who's playing football now. Yeah, yeah. And my my theory is, basketball players can play anything. You're seeing it with Bela. You're seeing it with him. I'm telling you, basketball players, it's so athletic in basketball. If you can do that, you can play football. Yeah, yeah. But the, once he gets, once he finds his stride, he's going to be really good. Oh yes, absolutely. And shout out to Nate Collins. Had a couple. Tough runs. Yeah. He had a heck of a he had a whale of a defensive game. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, all Nate, over. Nate, linebackers Nate, looked great. Nate is your dude at linebacker. Yeah. You know, Josh Taylor is coming, uh, and, and he played a whale of a ball game last night. Bear Barry Coddle, our little Bear cousin Barry, Coddle. played a heck yeah. of a ball game yeah. last night. Uh, we mentioned Luke Ray, uh, and Luke came in there. You know, looking like a chip off the old block. So it, it's. Uh, uh, you know, there, I saw a lot of promising things last night, but I saw also a lot of things that we need to work on, and yeah. we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there because Belfry comes in here next week and, and is looking for revenge. Oh, we'll save that for next week. So, yeah, yeah. save it for the pregame. So it's a uh, big week coming. Shout out to Zero Zach Rowe last night as well. He he had a pretty good uh, game there back at D. Did he recover Zero. a fumble? He came close. I don't yeah. know, but he was right Zero in. Zero could be this year's Peyton Boyd player. I'm Possibly. calling it now. Yeah. Could very I'm could, could it be. There's a lot he of competition very well, for him. He could very well be this year's Peyton Boyd player. Plays so hard. Gives yeah. it everything he he's plays got. Plays so hard, man. He hits everything. He moves. And I, I just I like the way the kid plays. He's he's gritty. He's gutty. You know he, he he's not afraid to stick his nose in there. You know, his dad's Billy Paul, but we won't hold that against him. So, I mean, it's 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 a good deal. Okay, so I want to do this because I don't want to be the only Debbie Downer. If there's anything, you've already said some stuff that concerns you. Doug, if there's anything that concerns you. It's not so much a concern. It's just first game stuff you got to work We've got, we're going to call them like we said. I will, I'll tell you. I, I, you know, honestly, I think we have a lot of competition in DBs. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, uh. You know, we did give up a pass, but I, it's not so much that. Just I think we're so young back there, but I, I trust the way we coach. You know, it's just that that's really, you know, I was proud of our linebackers. I, you know, that was a big question mark on, on past shows. We lost awesome yeah. linebackers. Your, your, your front seven's going to happen. Yeah, and our, our defensive up. line I feel good about right now. I, I, the only question mark I got is our DBs. And – you know, I, I feel better about it, and I'm a little sketchy about it. I just see a lot of competition out there, you know. And so you're we, saying there, there, there could be a, a, a issue with continuity. Well, no, just not, not continuity, just fi- 
plug it in the pieces. Yeah. That's all. Gotcha. And, gotcha. and it's not a problem. It's actually a blessing because you got like it's a, it's a four dudes, have, five yeah. dudes that, that are competing for that. Yeah, there's, so a, lot, there's a lot of teams out there yeah. killed to have that. Yeah. And we've also yeah. been spoiled the last three or four years as far as DB plays go. Yeah. I mean, we had an article written by uh, the News Express about our DB core when we were going to play Beach Ball. Oh, they were State. amazing. Yeah. I mean, they're last year especially. So, I mean, you know, but we still got talent. Oh yeah. yeah, all over. And it will take just yeah. experience. That's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's really the more. Coachable. Yeah, the you more snaps, the more snaps we play, the better we're gonna get. Yeah. So that as a Popwell fan, and a parent and stuff, th- this makes me feel great after seeing last night. But we do have a long way to go. Yeah. Just with technique, I, I don't know if Rayson played their best game. To be honest with you. Uh, Rayson will get better. They're yeah, well coached. They're gonna get better. And they're a tough program. So, they are, you know, they're they're a proud program, and, and they're going to get better. You know, they'll take their butt whipping and they'll move on. Here's my thing, and I'm not trying to throw off on any of the kids, but here's what I'm worried about: we got a tough game next week. I'm not oh, saying yeah. that we're going to lose that game because I was super glad that I was wrong. Are we doing a pregame next week? We got sure, sure right? of course, free week. We're having a pregame every week we possibly can. Yeah, but. Coach Mike, we're going to be bothering you every Thursday. <laughs> we love you, Coach. <laughs> but We uh, still love you, but we're going to be bothering here's you. Here's the thing. If we lose next week, we haven't lost in, what, a full calendar uh, year? Nearly. Nearly a full yeah, calendar year. Yeah, but this year's is, team's a different team. I'm not a big guy But Doug, we are a young team. I'm not a big guy about these streaks. I, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't like yeah, them, really. You don't really. want to put the car before the horse. You, you yeah. don't. And, and, you know, this year's team is not going to paint the same picture as last year's team. Yeah. And I'm not it saying anything. It, it's just, it don't picture. matter. Yeah. It's just I think that's something media does and not football guys. You the know? only thing that I am really worried about is how these guys are going to respond if they lose. When, yeah. they, you know, if they lose this year. And when I came up with the idea of the show and you guys came on board with me, I did not want to. Um, I don't want to be media people. No. Okay. I want to be three paints of fans sitting around, which is what we are. Even though we're the greatest media source yeah, I mean, inside the, the, of Pine yeah, I think that's what makes us that. Yes. But uh, uh, we don't really want to be quote unquote media people. They've got their job to do, and we just we're just fans. You know that that's what we are. And you know the, to give you some insight that we've got a lot of years of football knowledge between us. And uh, so I, I never really, cons- I don't really consider us media, you know, and I don't want anybody else to either, unless we're at the state championship game and they want to give us media credentials, then we are media. Yeah. All right, so I just want to throw that out. I would yeah. consider us media, even though we're awesome. It's okay. Yes, but um, that's really the only thing I worry about. I mean, I saw so many positive things oh, last yeah. night. That a huge confidence builder. When when I saw when you was telling me about Jacob Hyten, because I hadn't yeah. seen him play that much. When I saw, you know, when I heard about him, I was like, man, they're going to come out and try to sling it on our DBs. We just yeah. lost everybody. Yeah, and we did and good. We only gave up one touchdown. Yeah, we did good. They had some pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, throws last night. Well, and they threw the, the misdirection at us. I, I'll tell you, the play call wise, looks like stuff they do in the playoffs. The the misdirection, like faking it to one side and throwing back to the other. They, put, they tried to put another quarterback yeah, in there last it, night. It was, throw it yeah, it, it just, I think they were reaching. Yeah. Um, I, now, they will get better, but, you know. And it, we it, could see them on down the road. We very well could, you know. But, you know, they have another huge opponent in Paintsville. 
and to yeah. get to us, you know, sometimes you have to beat Paintsville. So, yeah. you know, you just never know. Yeah. But I think that was a, for a young team, that was a great win. Absolutely. Great win. Yeah. All right, guys. Next week, guys. Woo! This early, huh? <laughs> it is officially Belfry Week. It is officially Belfry Week. I'm not going to. I don't want any predictions. We're going to save that for the prediction. Yeah, show. but I will. I do want to ask this. Do you think that this is just – do you think we have a chance to win? That's what I'm going to ask you, and then we're done. If we can contain Dixon. If we can contain Dixon and hold her on up front, which I think we can, uh, I think this is one of the first times in many, many, many years that I think we're probably as big or bigger than Belfry up front. <clears throat> okay. Um, but if we can contain Dixon – and our offense can look a little bit better than what it did the other night. Uh, Belfry is great. Belfry is hard to beat. Haywood's, a, you know, a legend. And all that stuff didn't happen by accident. So they're not to be taken lightly. But I definitely think we could beat them. I definitely think we could go to two years in a row. Because, and I'll tell you why. Because I think all the pressure now is solely on the shoulders of the Belfry Pirates as they come over here to play. Because if they lose to us now, that's two years in a row. Yeah. And that's unacceptable over there. Okay. I mean they were they were hard on last year's one year, but they were they were hard on last year's team. Okay, now well that's what I'm saying. It's it's unacceptable one year, imagine two years in a row. So it's doable. Okay. But you know, so I mean I'm not gonna go into it any further than that, but and what's crazy about that is, is that they lost us last year and went on and won the 3A state championship. Yeah. I did mean. Does that mean we won 3A too? No. Oh. I think they got better, though. Oh, I, yeah, I think did. that's a different I, I mean, thing, but so did we. But yeah. I, I don't think. I knew better. leaving that game. I was talking to JR. Uh, we was riding home from the game that night. I said, man, Belfry's still going to win it because yeah. they still got Philip Haywood as their coach. And, and it's, we're kind of, we kind of see that now because. You know, the Belfry team you play in the regular season is not the Belfry no. team you're going to see in the they're, playoffs. They're very similar Same thing us. with Coach Mack. You know, yeah. you're not going to see the same team in the playoffs. Very true. So, so Doug, real quick, do you think we got a shot? Yeah, Panthers by eight, like I always say. <laughs> God, Doug just jumped the gun on everything, didn't he? I think oh, I said that like three All right, fine, ago. Doug. You get to give us an I've, official score next week. Know, yeah. Okay, I'm all about it. Uh, you know, I think it's harder to play at Pikeville. Uh, just like it's real hard to play at Belfry. Now, you know, to temper everything that, that's being said here, at the same time, it's totally not going to surprise me at all if Belfry comes over here and beats us. Okay? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but you, you know, I quote Calipari on here all the time you either win or you learn. There you so, go. you know, Mike is a, is, is a, a wonderful uh, coach, is a good enough coach and secure enough in himself as a coach to use this as a learning tool. Here's what you're going to see. Um, You're going to see two coaches, very similar, methodical, patient, and game plan oriented. They are. They're going to know what they want to do. They already know what they want to do. They're playing chess when everybody else is playing chess. And it's really a chess game. And for a fan who, who didn't play football or something, it might almost seem boring sometimes. But honestly, I'll tell you, I... I'm seeing the Pyville playbook uh, playbook expand a little, and, and you uh, will as the season it, goes. It's on. really interesting. I, I like this matchup because it shows us 
you know, they've had as much practice as we have. Yeah. You know, and it shows and us they where look we're good at. Against, yeah, they yeah. look good they against Pulaski. They look good against Pulaski. Uh, and, and they even had a touchdown completely negated. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. But uh, I, I really think this could be a great measuring stick, and you've got to use it for that. Where are we? Because it doesn't hurt us RPI-wise, really. I mean, it does a little, but, not, you know. It's a pride game, but it gain, it gains us a ton if we win. Oh yeah, it does. So, it helps us huge. There if is we win. there. The, I hate the RPI system. I, I, I have went. I have been vocal not on a that. Fan of it. I've been vocal on that since since it started, and I've not made any bones about it on this podcast. But there is one good thing that has come out of it. It's made the Pikeville Belfry game mean a little bit more. A little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Not that it, it didn't already mean enough. Okay, yeah. but now. You know, if you lost to, you know, if you lose to Belfry or, or, or Belfry loses to us, mm-hmm. we still go on win state championships. Both both of them have done that. Both of us have done that. Yeah. But now, there's a little bit more on the line than what there used to be. All right, guys. Great takes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait for pregame on Thursday, but we want to let these people get to that Robbie Riding. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You guys you have to listen You guys to have to hear this. This is the best interview we've ever done. Okay. And that's no disrespect. And no disrespect no, it, to anybody really, else, but it was just—it was like—it's a very emotional interview. It from touches all on a lot of different things, you yeah. know, and, and it's really kind of gets to the heart and soul of what it means to be a Pikeville Panther football player. Okay, from one generation yeah. to the next. Okay, maybe better than I've ever heard someone explain it. Yeah, it, it, it's not really what was said; it was just how it was yeah, how it was said. It was awesome, yeah. and and that that's real. But you know, enough of the uh, uh, hyping up for it. To Jr. Take us out. Son. I, we've had just to throw this out there real quick. We've had some amazing guests on here: Lucas Burchett, you know, Isaac McNamee, all these other guys. This one really just really uh, touched us all here. You know, and it's a historical look back yeah. too. And it was awesome. And uh, we really enjoyed it, and you guys are going to as well. So, we're 1-0, and and at the end of the day, hell Pikeville. All right, Panther fans, we have an unbelievable guest with us today. An extraordinary guest. Yes. Much uh, anticipated guest. <laughs> yeah, big a, time. A, wow. I, I call, you know, him and his teammates are legends, is what we call them, right? The legends of Pikeville High School football. Legends, man. Yeah. yeah. The judge... Order in the courtroom. Here comes the judge, Mr. Robbie Wright. Thank you for being on the show today. Hey guys, thank you for having me. Uh, honestly, I've, I have I'm excited to be here, uh, and I want to tell you all, you guys are doing a wonderful job with this. And I don't think you probably know that the type of feedback that's out there, people talking about how good a job you're doing, how much they enjoy this broadcast. So. Uh, Keep up the good work. I mean, it's it's really gaining in popularity. Well, we th- we thank you, Robbie. We've kind of tried to stay away from the feedback because we was kind of afraid it was going to be all bad. And we <laughs> <laughs> At first, it was the dozens of listeners. Yeah, no, news, <laughs> no news is good news. Yeah. So I'm not like you guys. I'm getting kind of emotional. We got a guy. We got a guy in Guatemala that listens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Honduras. He's going like, to... Um, does, does he have they have any kids that play football? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm on that. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm one step ahead. I bet you they make good kickers. I, I bet you they make real good hey, kickers. Hey, we already had a Brazilian kicker here yeah. when I was in yeah, school. They can kick the football. Yeah, yeah. he's good. So let's let's go ahead and start with this real quick. Okay. Okay. We just got done with the first football game of the year last night. Was it as beautiful of a football game as you, would, uh, as you can imagine? No. But it's football. Didn't know he's going to have it. 
you have a son that plays on that team. He had a big play last night, got an interception. Uh, how was that, you know, seeing that, him at a young age as a freshman, get that to make that play? Well, I mean, uh, you know, very surreal. Uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you, you, uh, I'm extremely proud of Sam. Uh, you know, that, of course, he is a freshman this year, and he's going to go get his opportunities. But I'm uh, very, very, very proud of him. He, he works hard and uh, glad to see him in there and have the opportunity to, to make a play that he'll always remember and I always remember. Yeah. But, that uh, yeah. that go was ahead. one of the things I loved about last night. And it was kind of what I thought would happen. We saw so many different players on defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to know the count. I bet we saw 25, 30 guys out there on defense one time or another. Yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be – I don't know this, but I, you know, just from what I see, I think that's kind of going to be the recipe for success, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, from, a, from an outsider looking in, you know, been around, I think you're going to have, uh, you know, a team by committee. People step up, going to play. Somebody's going to have a great game one game and not so good game the next. Uh, so I think they, there's going to be some opportunities for some people to play. And that's great. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes that's what you it, want. That's what you yeah. want. It keeps kids motivated. It keeps people hungry when they know, you know, look, I'm going to get a chance and make the most of my chances. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Competition breeds excellence. Uh, yeah, when, when you're blessed with the depth that we have as a 1A school, and I say blessed, and I may never ever sell blood. Uh, you might as well use it. And Coach Mike does it, and Coach Sully, and all those guys do a great job doing that. I completely agree. Like I say, there's you know what, 58. Yeah, we have exactly 58 out. Um, I think that, uh, like I say, there's going to be. I, I expect there'll be some special teams plays. Yeah. Uh, you didn't really see, you know, special teams in a, a big making any impact last night, but I guarantee there's going to be some oh, special will, team yeah. impacts. And uh, so, yeah, the, the, the numbers are a blessing this year. Yeah. I really think so. Well, I'm a firm believer that every year, every single year, from the starting quarterback all the way down to the lowest JV yeah. freshman on the totem pole, somebody has to make a play. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. one of those kids has to make one play in order to have a successful season. And fight where we want state championships. In order for that to happen, every kid, be it in practice, in a game, yeah. in the weight room, wherever it's at, they have to be able to contribute – to make this team better. So, yeah. you know, that, I've always been a firm believer. Now, speaking of young kids, Robbie, uh, you've had a historic career at Pikeville in your playing days, but you also had a hand in coaching some of these kids that are up there right now in Little League. Hey, we had some battles yeah, back in the yeah, day. We had I some battles. It. I loved it. <laughs> hey, it made all of us play. <laughs> we, when, uh, when our two teams played, I loved it. We I had some it. epic battles. Yeah, they really guys, we did, and I, I enjoyed looking back at those days. Those were, uh, I wish I'd have taken really a little more time to savor the moments. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It was, you were caught up in the in the competitiveness of it. Yeah. But now I look back, and say, you know, I should have savored that a little more. But um, we did, and they tell you what, that little league program um, then, and I'm sure that it is now. I I, I don't know. Uh, I've been around it for a little while, but I know. Uh, what six years ago, roughly, uh, whatever it was, that program was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, competitive teams, and all the kids that are playing now yeah. were on those teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, with Isaac, Isaac McNamee played, and you know, I remember, uh, first year I coached, he was playing, and uh, so the, we had a great little league program, and it's and it's paying off. I I, I say it in any uh, athletic program that you have. 
it starts with the Little League program. Preach it, son. Uh, Absolutely. It, it starts with the Little League program and junior high and, you know, uh, middle school. It's If you don't have that, you will have moments that you're good in high school, but you're never going to be consistently good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll have a group that comes through that, uh, but, you know, I'm talking <clears throat> about consistent excellence. Yeah. It starts in Little League. It does. Yeah. And, you know, I, it's something we've talked about. I, I really, that's where I focus my time these days because I really want to see our school develop every kid as a whole. If you want to play football, come out. <clears throat> you know, we can work. Yeah. Whatever sport, really. Yeah. So that, that's good. That's And, and it is. We have a great still. We had a uh, hundred kids sign up in a pandemic wow. for this year. So so how many uh, so that's what how, how many so how far years? second through six yeah. second yeah. through six yeah. so far fantastic yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing I, I hadn't heard the numbers but that's that, that what? is twenty five kids per grade yeah that's, yeah. that's fantastic yeah. now is Kevin is Kevin McEnough. yeah yeah Kevin, yeah, Kevin he's yeah. Oh, I mean he deserves yeah, I yeah. Mean, we're, we're gonna have Kevin on the show here he shortly. does a lot for Pottville that most people don't even yeah. behind the understand. scenes Kevin McEnough is as important to this program. As anybody out there, I'll, and I'll say that to anybody anytime right yeah. now, you know, he uh, runs that little program wonderfully. And like I say, without that, you know, when you get a kid that, that knows how to get in a stance, knows the basics of it, you know, coming in, I mean, you can go from from A to P. You don't have to go through A, B, C, D. Yeah. You can, you can exactly. start halfway, you know, you can start refining things. So. Uh, that's where we have such a real advantage, and I'm, I'm really, really, happy, really happy that we do. We got a junior high team out right now with 45 kids. I saw that. That's, that's impressive. That's impressive too. That. Yeah, it's the, the level of excitement for Pikeville High School football right now might be the close to the best it's ever been. It's it's up there. The, the up interest there. in it, mm-hmm. these kids coming out. I mean, when I played, for example, we had 28 kids out on the team. You know the the interest wasn't that high. Now you get averaging 55, 60 kids out a year. And I, I mean that starts at the top and goes all the way to the bottom. Yeah. You know, like Robbie was saying, it's a your little league and your junior high is your foundation. You can build the Biltmore Mansion, okay? But if you've got it on a foundation of, of watered up Pepsi cans, it's gonna fall in one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so that's the foundation. When you put that good foundation, but not just that, the biggest thing is about this program is. You've got people at every level of it that care about mm-hmm. it, okay? All three of us, when we coached, we didn't just care about – I didn't just care about Corbin, okay? Doug didn't just didn't yeah. just care about Campbell. Uh, you didn't just care about Sam, okay? We all cared about all these kids and this entire program to make sure that we were the ones that kind of got the torch passed to us and yeah. we wanted to make sure that, that it was done right while sure. we had it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So man. that's what I think sets us apart from everybody else. Maybe I'm biased. Whenever you graduate from this place, I don't think you really graduate. I mean, you still <laughs> love this place. I mean, you may be in the yearbook and you may not get to play anymore, but daggone it, I, I, still, I still to this day consider this one of the best parts of my life, being at that school and playing ball. <clears throat> it know? was a... Uh, it was when I look back at it. Obviously, it was it was probably some of the best days of my life up until when you know my obviously my children were born, yeah. and uh, you know my my daughter Rachel, you know she uh, runs for the cross country team. You know, or Sam, I'm extremely proud of him. And, and they both work extremely hard, and 
Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to brag a little bit on them. They're both sure. they're both doing Absolutely. very well, and I'm, I, you know, brag away. So I'm, I'm, I'm extremely great. proud of both of them, yeah. right? and I have to say that. Um, you know, I'm watching Sam last night, and you know, getting his getting his opportunities. He does try hard. He works hard, and I, I think good things are going to come for him. But you know, that's just that he's just the product of a wonderful program, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what makes me the happiest. That he, you know, he has. He has stuck to the program like all the other guys around him. Yeah. Now, you know, he's stuck to the to the blueprint. Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And the blueprint is coming together. And, Absolutely. Uh, the blueprint works. Yes. Okay? Absolutely. Hard to argue with. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, so I, I, don't, I, it, I don't. If it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, so, like you say, the excitement. And you know, winning a state championship. You know. That tends to breed a little excitement. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, yeah, it does. It doesn't hurt, Mike. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt things. It's a new generation of that. Yeah, and it's it's cool. I, I think you're even going to see it amp up because you see the younger kids, second, third, fourth, fifth, that see that and they aspire to it. I mean, it's going to help for days. Right? Yeah, and not only yeah, just exactly. going to one yeah. state championship. We've been to three state. Went to the to the game three times mm-hmm. in five years. Three yeah, times in five awesome. years. That's that is absolutely. I mean, that's. That's a feather in our cap, and I I don't think it's over. No, I, no, I, no. Know, I, I don't think it's over. I think there we're going to be we're going to be down there often. Yeah, and I really do think that. Yeah, with Class A football the way it is, and the talent I'm seeing in high school right now, it's amazing what the possibilities are. It, it really is. But uh, all right, so okay. let's let's. Park it on today's time. Let's go back in time. A little bit. <laughs> there you go. Right. Let's, let's jump in the board. Yeah, let's go back in time. All right, now you know. Eighty-eight. You know, I, I there's some things that I may answer, some things I may not. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I judge. Remember, you are not under oath on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, okay. I know, but uh, you know, everybody has a Fifth Amendment right to, uh, yes, to remain yes. silent. Yeah, yeah so. we, we honor the Constitution here. But no, go right ahead. John. Okay, right ahead. so I, I just want to tell you this first. I watched the first game I ever watched of you all mm-hmm. was the state championship. Game. Oh, really? Yes, that's the first I game the I ever seen. Lucas put it up on YouTube, and the guy that stuck out <laughs> was the judge. Well, yeah, well, thank uh, you. two. Thank what was it? Two interceptions. Three, three, three interceptions. interceptions. Scored the first touchdown. Scored the first touchdown. Mm-hmm. I what? mean, man, mm-hmm. and you know when you look at it, when I first came here. I'll be honest with you, and this is not trying to throw off on you, the names I heard often were Hackney, Doramus, mm-hmm. Honeaker. Mm-hmm. You know, those were the names when I first got here because I was transferred. But, you know, then I watched that, and I was like, who is this Robbie Wright dude? I was like, man, he's really freaking good. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, man. He's like, he was one of the better players on that team. Yeah. Uh, so, Well, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, Just telling him the truth. It's yeah. funny, though. You know, it, when, when I was a kid, I was the water boy for the 87. And it was weird because your wife used to babysit me, you know, and I used to hang out with all it. It's crazy. It's weird. It comes full circle, I guess. But I remember, you know, the image I have in my mind was in the state title game in 87 when you stretched out to catch that ball. Uh And there's pictures of it. You know, they used to hang a log cabin and stuff. And it just... It's fr- it like burns into my brain like when I think like Robert, that's what I think of. It's it's really interesting. Well, how I've got works. that actually. I've got that picture. I've got a couple of pictures, and uh, they were some very good photos. Played in the old Cardinal, of course, the old mm-hmm. Cardinal Stadium. A lot of folks that are out there listening may not 
have been in that stadium, but uh, yeah, great turf. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I'm kind of digressing here a little bit, but the week before we played um, um, Beachwood, Beachwood yeah. in the state semifinals at Beachwood, at game time, when the game started, it was zero. It was awful. It was zero. And this is not wind chill. The actual temperature zero. was zero. It felt negative 20. Yeah, and the ground was frozen. The, there was puddles that were frozen. Wind blowing off the river. Wind blowing. And by the yeah. time the game was over, it was, I think, negative eight or something mm. we played. But anyway. It was, I, mean, you know, I remember Snap Phillips telling me that yeah, was the coldest he'd ever yeah. been in football it was, game. It was extreme. We wore them out. I mean, we beat them senseless. And Anthony Munoz uh, actually did the announced the game. <laughs> Anthony Munoz, he was on the uh, Beachwoods radio broadcast. Wow! If you go back and I guess you can Google it or whatever, yeah. but yeah, he was he actually did the game play by play. He yeah. actually told me that, and he was telling me that yeah, I, I was Munoz, told the story that Anthony Munoz said on that radio broadcast after the game. He said that yeah. was the best offensive football team, offensive football team he'd ever saw. Yeah, he he, he complimented us highly during that, but. but we played that game, okay, and then one week later, exactly one week we played Friday, and that was the Friday after Thanksgiving in the state finals. It was 65 degrees and sunny Weird. during the entire game. Yeah, it, yeah, went, yeah. It, it was Kentucky about a, almost a 70-degree difference Swing. in the game yeah. in one week. Sweet. And it was beautiful, a beautiful day. A little breeze blowing, the sun was shining, I'll never forget it. Well, if people go back and watch that state championship game, uh, you know, which Lucas, Lucas, you can't say enough about Lucas doing a great job. Oh, fantastic. Preserving our history. He does. And things like that. Had Lucas on the show and and love him to death. But uh, um, that wasn't, Anthony Munoz wasn't the only NFL Hall of Famer that bragged you guys up that year. Really? In the state championship game, Paul Horning. Was on there. He was on the sideline. Yeah. The old yeah. boy was on I there, and they interviewed him. Yeah. And yeah. he said, "This is one of the best high school football teams I've ever seen." So when you got two NFL Hall of Famers in two weeks bragging up on you, and one of them a Super Bowl champion, that's pretty good. And I mean, a Heisman Trophy winner. You know, you all just brought something to my mind. I, I honestly, I mean, and, and most people that from that era think that we were the best team, and I certainly think we were the best team in all. In all uh, classes, that I think we're the best team in the, in, in the state, and, and that's impressive because yeah. back then we only had four classes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, and, uh, I don't think there's any question we were the best team. Uh, we, I don't think we. Could, I mean, I think we could have beaten anybody. Yeah. I'm going to show you, and this this is a te- and I have this somewhere at home, but this was a text that I got from uh, Coach Howard, yeah, Hildred Howard, yeah. And of course, you know. All right, and this is. Uh, the class, uh, the ratings, rating the state. I don't know if y'all remember this article or not. Dave uh, Cantor ratings. Yeah, uh, the Le- yeah, that's it. Dave Cantor, uh, the Lexington Herald. All right, I'm going to show you right there who was rated, and look who were number one in the state, Pikeville. In all and, classes. In okay. all classes. Look who's behind us. Uh, you have the uh, Trinity Shamrocks ranked number two. Good <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> who else? Cove uh, Cath. That's awesome. Uh, Mayfield's number five. Louisville Mail's number six. That's uh, some pretty uh, impressive company to be yeah. on top of. Lord have mercy. We, 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 I, I've we, always we heard about this. <laughs> I had never seen it. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I we, we were rated <laughs> but Louisville Mail, Trinity, all of them. And, yeah. and, and stayed that way almost the entire, well, we were in the entire yeah. year. Yeah. I think when the final ratings came out, we were still ranked. Just, you just don't see that. You I don't see people, you. hold on, we don't see people magazine. Writing articles about high school football teams. Yeah, yeah. You just don't see that every day. 
yeah. that was pretty cool too. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was, you know, impressed about when I first got here. Um, I was in Maryland at Locomotive Engineer School right. in 1998. I get on, we have, they shuttle us from the motel over to the uh, school building there in Cumberland, Maryland. I have a Pikeville football shirt on when I get on the, which I, I've wore Pikeville football shirts ever, <laughs> ever since I graduated. <laughs> I've still got a whole drawer full of them at the awesome. house. But uh, right. I have a Pikeville football shirt on, and I get on that shuttle to go over to the uh, to the class to start the school day. This guy from Cincinnati comes up and tells me, he's like, did you play in 87? I said, no, I wish I would have. <laughs> I said, I watched him, boys. And he said, uh, man, that was one of the best high school football teams I ever saw. He said, I came down there and watched him just destroy Beachwood. Here I am sitting in the middle of Maryland, mm -hmm. With a pipe and football shirt on, and somebody is stopping me, that's, wanting to talk incredible. to me about you guys. That's incredible. And he said, "Man, he said, do you think they could have beat the the you know the Saint Axes or the Trinities or anybody mm -hmm. like that?" I said, "I'll tell you one thing about that '87 football team. I'd never bet against them. No. I don't care who they're playing. I, I, I feel very confident we could have we could have beaten any team that we played. I really do." Well, heck, you went up against a 4A uh, district winner and yeah, beat them by Lexington two City champions and Henry Clay. And Henry Clay, Clay yeah. Was special, man. And really, that game, I, I remember that game. And we went to Henry Clay and played them. And uh, I, that was never in question. That we, game wasn't. We beat, hand, beat Henry Clay handily. I remember the first play of the game, uh, my teammate, y'all remember Chad Thorns? Yeah. yeah. Chad, our fullback. We ran the uh, fullback trap, first play of the game. He went 85 yards, first yeah. play. Timmy Honecker pulled, and <laughs> you could have drove a you could have drove a pickup truck through the hole. I got straight a down the monster field. lineman. Mo yeah, just, monster. I have to ask you: Is legends true? Was that dude just that strong? Timmy Honecker, arguably, uh, was probably the best high school player that I've ever seen. Um, probably, um, he was a man. Playing among boys is what it amounted to, and he looked like it too. Yeah, Timmy like could a, Timmy could do anything he wanted, anytime he wanted, without hesitation. If I mean, if he wanted, you know, he would take on double. Well, I can't describe. Ask anybody that played with him. He was. I would see him go in at lunchtime. I mean, this is the thing. You know, we'd eat lunch, then we'd all of us go in, hang around the weight room, and mess around. Timmy would come in there with his school clothes on, just walk in the locker room after eating some good Farmer Jones or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> My Farmer favorite Jones. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. You got to mention Farmer yeah. Jones. But, the first, uh, far, the first, oh, the first, first Farmer mention. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Take this Farmer on the Jones. I, hey, listen, oh. I, I, I think about it often. It's legendary. It I used legendary. to come home from college on Fridays. <laughs> And go, I was like, Mom, grab me like three trays Farmer of Farmer Jones. Jones. It was awesome. They still make it. I hope to, I hope to goodness they do. They do, I think. It's yeah. very similar. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, he would, you know, Timmy, I don't know how many times, he, he'd just walk in, just saunter in like he would do, pop down on the bench, throw up 450 two or three yeah. times between classes, bench press, set it down, walk back into lunch. I mean, just, you know, just do whatever. And like I say, he could basically, you know, do whatever he wanted to do. And, um, he, he was incredible. I mean, incredible. What games pop out? Like, when you think about your high school career, what games pop out in your head and memories, you know? <laughs> Good question, Doug. Because people ask me that. Pineville. A, uh, we played Pineville in the regional championship here. Played y'all tough. Uh, and um, 
the, arguably the best, they, people say that was the best, the second quarter we exploded. And, I, we, you know, there was some talk that that was the best quarter of Pikeville High School football that anybody had ever seen. I think we scored four touchdowns. You know, the first quarter, it was, it was back and forth yeah. and it, it was a struggle. And then we just went crazy passing. We were throwing the ball that game and running. We scored four touchdowns, I think, and ended up beating them. I think it was 63 to 12. Wow. I think is what the final and, was. And, and, you know, people back then, people sometimes today don't realize, the Pinevilles and Cumberlands, and those, we used to have some battles. Uh-huh. I mean, I, some battles. I think, and I think the bet really, I get asked this a lot, you know, because we, I mean, we were, there was never really, um, I don't want to keep bringing this up, but that we didn't really ever have a close game on the scoreboard mm-hmm. that year. I mean, we blew everybody out, you know, by 30 or more points most yeah. of the time. But the, probably the, they say, well, what, who was the best team we played? Honestly, I think the best team we played that year was Cumberland, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, we played uh, we played them at Cumberland. That was a year after Freddie Mike left. That was a year after Freddie. Yeah. We played. See, Freddie they beat us down here in the semi state. Yeah. Uh, and Freddie was a quarterback. We, Freddie uh, mentions that a lot on KSR and different places. Yeah. He said I was the last guy to beat Pikeville for three years. And he was yeah. a MVP of a Pike County Bowl. I think, yeah. yeah. And point. yeah, yeah. I I remember I, uh, Freddie played and got to got, got to defend against him a bunch that game, but. Uh, Cumberland was, uh, they were, man, they hit hard. They were tough. Uh, they were, I mean, it was an ugly game. I think we beat them, we ended up beating them 32 to nothing. But it was, they were the best team, yeah. in, my, in my opinion. And a player would say that because sometimes the score doesn't necessarily no. represent we how got a hard couple, that game Yeah, was. we got a couple scores late in the game. The game was pretty well over. We got a couple scores that made the made the score a little more inflated than yeah. how tough the yeah. game was. But uh, it was, a, it, they, were, they were good. I'm always the guy that has to do it. Always. <laughs> Every time. And also the only guy that picked Raceland to beat us. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, well, all right. So I want to get into Probably that. Can't you charge him with something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's just find something. First, I don't care what it is. First game of the year in 87. Okay. Was really the only kind of blemish on anything, and it didn't even count, in my opinion. I mean, can you. Yeah. It was 21 to 20, and it was suspended. What kind of happened in that game? Well, how how fitting was that to talk about games suspended by life? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's crazy. Uh, are you saying how did it end? I'm not sure. I'm just saying this. that, I mean, you all were just so good. Yeah, I mean, how did that how game did go? That? Like, it was 21-20. That was a tough game. Yeah. yeah. But well, it was the first game. So it, was, yeah. it was the first yeah. game. It was, of course, the Beachwood and Pike County Bowl. Uh, I think they got up to a little bit of a lead at first. And then we had – I think we had scored 14 unanswered points yeah. to bring it, and I, I don't think there's any question that we were going to in the second half. We were going to wear them out. Yeah. Well, of course I mean, you proved it later that yeah, you all were a better team. Sure, and I, it was just a, a little bit of a slow start. We don't even think about that. You know that game. Like I said, we we finished all that business in the state semifinals up there. Yeah. We took out on. But yeah, that was the first game that I know that was ever completely suspended and for lightning. Yeah, you know, that was that was canceled. Well, Bub was telling me that Hillard was offering to, to you know, put him up in a motel yeah, room. Yeah, we and tried everything. everything, everything in the world to finish it. Finish the next day on a Saturday or by week or anything yeah, like any, that. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah, do it. They wouldn't do it, and, and I guess they knew that the tables were turning on them pretty quick. Yeah. But uh, that was a that was a great win. That was probably probably my favorite win. I guess if I had to pick one, was the Beachwood game. 
at Beachwood. At Beachwood. At Beachwood. If you they, win there, you 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 gotta feel that's a very difficult place to play. Very, and that they had I mean, even in perfect conditions. A it's huge a very crowd, difficult. Place huge crowds that we did. You know, very vocal crowd. And I know we were they were taunting us as we got off the bus. We mostly had to walk through a tunnel of their fans. It was out in the parking lot yeah. as we were walking, yeah. and they were taunting us, and they were. You know, saying some things, and you know how it is. And of course, Hillard threatened to beat us, beat one of us to death if we said anything. Yeah. And he would have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did. He did, yeah. he did often, and yeah. uh, but that's okay. That's right. <laughs> you know, that was yeah. one. He beat me a couple times. Yeah. I never said nothing. You know, and I saw us get a couple flags for John and stuff last night. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I loved about uh, your teams in in the eighties. Really, these guys, man. I remember being a kid, and and it. You think people that talk trash are scary? When somebody runs you over and just does no emotion, no talking, no nothing, that's a very intimidating thing. And I hope we get back to that. I, yeah. I, I don't like the way that's it, – and it's not necessarily a popular culture thing. It's just it's. It, I loved how we did that back then. We were very businesslike. Yes. And we were very businesslike. There wasn't a lot of hoopla. Uh, we just came out and played hard, beat people up, and went home. Yep. There wasn't a lot of talk. You know, we didn't talk, didn't say much. The only I have to tell you, that brings me to a story that I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, please on, share. On, on, coach, please. on coach Mike. My, 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 <laughs> yes. my friend, yes. my friend, my lifelong friend. Chris yeah. and I played Little League together. Coach Mike and me, junior high together. We graduated high school together. Played baseball together. I mean, we've been, you know, as close as two people can be. We were in the state finals. And uh, we had, of course, you know, when you're going to play a team that has a has a star player, you hear his name a lot. Yeah. The week before the week. Oh we, yeah. You know, you Lexington Harold. You want to get that a little bit of anger build up toward this. So they had this running back Washington, and his first name escapes me. Like, was it, it Dwayne? Uh, Dwayne, well, maybe he was last name was well, number seven. I remember him well. Yeah. Good player had a lot of had a lot of um, hype. You know, it was a good. Was it had had a real nice year, and they were saying that he was going to be a real handful. Yeah. And uh, about the second, middle of the second quarter, we were on defense, and they ran an option to our sideline. I don't know if you see it's on. I remember it well. Teams. Yeah, I remember those plays. And uh, the quarterback, their quarterback, bless his heart, uh, pitched one out, pitched it high, ah. left him hanging. Oh. He was, his I even think he grabbed it with like one hand to bring it back in. It was Chris Mackman, of course, would tear your head off anyway. He was a he was a hitter. I mean, and everybody knows that. He had about a twenty yard run and go, and absolutely, all thing I saw was this Washington's feet in the air because he hit him so hard that his feet flew yep. up in the air. It was a clean hit. Too. It was an absolute yeah. clean hit, but, I mean, it sounded like a shotgun. It looked like it decapitated. It did. Really. It was and bad. It like, did. It was a- Chris just got up slowly, walked back to the huddle, and the first thing he said was, boys, this game's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And, hey, listen, Washington, the rest of the game, yeah, he was looking for a place play. to lay down. <laughs> yeah. The entire game, that's, he yeah. was never a factor after that. That's, and he's, yeah. and I'll never be, said, boys, this game's over. Yeah, I my, it's <laughs> and funny. And I just started slapping him in the oh, yeah. helmet. It my senior fantastic. year, I'd go to like Coach Howard's office if I had some you know, yeah. downtime in class or whatever, and, and I'd go in there and just talk to him. And, and he told me that story. He said he had either the sweatshirt or the jacket that he had on at that time that still had that Washington kid's blood on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a, it was a, a game. Well, you know that cliche. 
it was a game changer. Yeah, yeah. it really was. And, and, and that's a cool thing about football. And I try and explain that to people. Um, you know, when 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 something like that happens, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to hide on a football no. field. No. When you find a weakness or that, you know, it, it's in people's head. It's a very mental game. Sure. And a lot of people don't get that that haven't taken part in it. But yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, Coach Mike. I'm telling you, he was he was like the silent assassin. He didn't say much. Yeah. He, never, he never. And what, that was what made, that's what made <laughs> him so striking, because he never talked much in the huddle. He never said a lot. You know, he just did his business. Yeah. And boy, he did it. But when he came back and said that, and you know, it was so profound that everybody was like, you know, Chris never talks. It was a morale boost. Chris too. never talks yeah. in the huddle, and here he is. You know, and he knew it, and yeah. we all felt it. You know what I mean? Of course, we were we were up at that point. But it was still somewhat of a game. In question. And, you know, we still had to play. That team was a good team. But that was it. I mean, that ended it. I mean, Chris ended it. And, uh, you know, we we really did. We – he – Rest of the game. I don't think he played. He played sparingly yeah. after that. Yeah. And I know when he touched the ball, he was looking he for was a place. He was looking for a place to lay down. Yeah. He yeah. really was. He was See, never hitting the lines. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, the, the other guy that I think about, I don't know if he talked a lot back then, but I know he talks a lot to me. Love him to death. Downtown Jody Brown. Oh yeah, Jody. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Jody. That guy. I every time I see him, he's got some kind of new joke or something to tell me. <laughs> always trying to make me laugh. Yeah, I, I could imagine Jody Brown in '87 in the locker room. Actually, I can't. I don't want to imagine. Great teammate. Jody yeah. was a fantastic teammate. Great player. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys, you know, and growing up when you guys were a little older, and just awesome people. Like just. And would take time out, talk to you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just really nice people, man. And I, and I do. I, I, I remember you, Doug, from uh, – I remember you being the water boy. Yeah. I do. You know, I hadn't thought about that in a while, but that was great. I, that's really well, – that I was, I was a big follower and a big fan of you guys, and I didn't even go to school at Pikeville that time. <laughs> yeah. That's you fascinating, know, really. I remember I would – me and my dad would go to Jerry's and eat a lot. My, uh, uh, <coughs> I had a lot of family oh, yeah. at work down there, and my dad, you know, knew – Frankie Justice and Frankie Builder and all of them real well. And we'd go down there and eat a lot. And these, you guys would come in and I'd see the big state champion jackets, man. And it was like the Beatles just walking <laughs> well, I call I call you guys the Beatles on here all the time because you were the ones that started it all. And, and it, it was just always, I mean, I got to go at Millard at that time. Okay, I'm in fifth grade. And I've got a Pikeville Panthers 1987 <laughs> state champions Hat on. I get a bunch of grief over that, and I, I, I don't care, man. They, these guys are awesome. Well, that was that was that, that's pretty that's pretty respectful. Case. But that, appreciate but, that. But that brings me to my next question. Okay. Um, did you guys understand at that time, being seventeen, eighteen year old kids, just exactly how much influence that you had, not just on the school or the community or the football uh, program or football around here or, or anything like that did you guys understand did you did it even dawn on you guys at that time how much of a ripple effect you were going to have that's still being felt to this day 2019 undefeated state championship season killed everybody the last two months of the year you know destroyed paints from the state championship game the first thing everybody wants to do is say is compare them to you guys you know you guys are always going to be the benchmark and I've I've, that's my question to you is that did you guys understand and realize that that was going what you were going to be the stick that everybody was measured against 
from the till from now to the end of time here Bible. He uh, that's, that's a great question. Uh, after the season was over, I it did creep into and we began to realize just how how big that was when we were throughout the season as we were playing the games we we were so businesslike and so we, we lived in a vacuum really we didn't you know we and coach Howard kind of designed it he, that did, way. he did I remember thinking that yes. when he, he was like man these guys are getting acclaims and acclaims. Yeah. and it, you did it no. was just we we lived in a vacuum. We didn't. We we were kept. Coach Howard knew we had a lot of talent on that team. He handled it so well. He kept us all grounded. Kept us all focused. And so we didn't. It, it was kind of passing us by. Maybe not the right term, but we were just. It's just like if you had a if you were building a house. You just went to the next room. Yeah. You know, if you remodel, you went fix your room, went to the next, and we didn't stop back and look at our work until it was over. And then we looked after it was over, then we enjoyed it. I'm not saying we didn't enjoy it, but we enjoyed it more after it was over than while it was going on because there was a lot of pressure on us. And um, it was pressure that was, you know, when you have a lot, when you're big expectations. And, you know, we were expected. I mean, you know this. We were expected to win. And that can cripple teams We were expected to win. And we... And you know we made we made it clear that we were going, and uh, so you know we didn't let anything creep in, didn't let anything distract us. So yeah, I guess he we we did realize the impact, but not until it was over. And I I mean I am just so honored and really so blessed that that I can think back now and say that I was part of that. I mean you know it was there were so many people that were part of it. Um, you know just the greatest times of my life really and. Uh, you know, Unforgettable. Really. I remember. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the sign, Doug, that was on the on the railroad trust? Yeah, it's funny. I uh, hung the one. Did you year. really? Yeah. Oh, right. you <laughs> and and Heath, me and Heath actually you hung. Have, you have a railroad yeah. employee that yeah. helped you. Yeah, I, I go. I, I actually, yeah, it's funny. I, 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 hung, out. I hung it this past year. Did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. you got well, good for you, Heath. You yeah. Last one out. Turn off the lights. Yeah. And that's truly what it was. And, uh, yeah, the whole town just leaves. It's amazing. I, I tell you, let me tell you a little a, a story that I. There's something that I, if I could change, there's not many things I would change about that season, but one thing I would. As the as the clock was running down, like I had I had three interceptions that game, and the last one uh, was probably the 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 less impactful. The game was over. They were throwing. They were trying to throw a desperation pass in the end zone, and I intercepted it. And uh, I was basically just running around, running the clock out. Yeah, a few yeah, seconds to go. Yeah. As the clock, I had the ball in my hand as the clock ran out, and I, I remember just walk, running over to you know trying to get to the the celebration. I'm yeah. just tossing the ball to the referee. If I had that to do over again, yeah. I would have taken that football, and I would have gone into the stands. And I would have given it to my father. Yeah. If I would have, if I had that to do over again, and uh, I think about that, that's the only regret that I have, you know. But I was caught up in the moment. If I had to yeah. do over again, I would have gone straight to the stands, yeah. taking the ball, and nobody would have got it out of my hands. I can yeah. tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
but I would have done that. I, that's I, so cool. I, and I regret that. That's cool because I think something we've we've seen a couple of we've heard a couple of those on this podcast, yeah. and it's kind of a way to preserve history mm-hmm. and give your viewpoints and like you know I think kids can listen to this and just feel how important that is. You know, it's it's you can't go back. You know, and that, that's cool. Yeah. This whole conversation is just kind of putting me right there. Man. Yeah, it really it's, re- it's, it's really neat. I got one question for you, and sure. a lot of people don't ask this question. They all ask, you know, what did it feel like after the game? You know, what did it feel like getting your rings? You know, First to ones get ever. the thing yeah. that you play, that when you're a Little League football player, that's your main goal when you get up there, is to get that piece of jewelry. It was, well... Really, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah, frankly, it uh, never happened. Uh, yeah, we yeah. didn't. It was kind of more. The rings were fantastic. Still got mine, obviously today. It was before rings were like yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I don't even know if you expected. Like, no, it, we it, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't really know what it was going to be, and uh, you know, it turned out to be something you know, cherish all my life, and I'm going to certainly hand it down when my days are over. But. Uh, we didn't know how to really. Yeah, we were kind of more in awe of it. I mean, just because we didn't know. Yeah. You know, it was a new thing, and uh, you know, kids now they see the ones that are you know come before them, and you know they have a different type of anticipation. Mm-hmm. You know, what's it going to look like? Well, <laughs> we didn't know. What is it? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. We'd never been there. We'd never seen it. We didn't. So we didn't know anything. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a different type of anticipation. It, it's Perfect. cool because I remember Mark Wheeler had his 87, 88, 89, yeah. all that. Yeah. I remember seeing them on a, you know, like prongs on a yeah. trophy thing. Yeah. And I remember as a kid just going, oh, you know, that's, that's yeah. what you aspire to do, you know, like you in know, fifth grade. When you play this game of football, it's so odd that the one thing that you so desperately want is a piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, there's no – I remember when Corbin got his, I tried to take it and run away. <laughs> it's elusive. It's elusive. The football gods are fixed. He wears it more than Corbin does. That first, that first night, I slept in it. Or did you really? Yes, I did. Wow. Because I, I told Corbin, I said, listen, man, you got more to win, and, 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 and you're on some great teams. You know, let Daddy have this one, son. You know, we come real close when I was a senior, and it didn't work out. So, you know, just just let me wear it for like 24 hours, and I'll never bother you again. So I did, and it did felt you, good. It was heavier than I thought. Yeah, yeah. did you sleep well? Or? I slept like a baby. Uh, and listen, I, I've, I've, told, I've asked I slept him like this. A baby. That ring saved us all. Really, really, that t- the the one before it yeah, saved a lot of us therapy. There was an like entire generation. Right. There was really an entire saw. generation of Pipe Panther football players that never knew what it was like to beat Beachwood. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. were fortunate enough to do that. Doug and I, I lost to him four years in a row. Oh, my God. And, you know. The way good. we lost was And, was yeah, the I mean, and it was just it in was every just... way imaginable. You know, you're you're going in to beat them in the fourth quarter and you fumble on the three. It's yeah, just all kinds of crazy stuff. It's like 91, you go yeah. in there, you're leading the state in yeah. scoring, and then all of a sudden, you know, they It was. It was just yeah. a run. They had a run. But I also know this. I'm a fan of history. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of it. Oh, you need to be. And boys, listen. What built up to that Beachwood run is what we're seeing now mm-hmm. at Bible. Here. Yeah. And so. And, Robbie, yeah. I, I tell you, a lot of people was talking to me last year uh, after all the state championship games and all the mountain uh-huh. teams went on the big run that they did. Took, right. Took four out of six. Were four and zero. Oh. The mountain teams were four and zero oh in state championship That's games. That is it's you know, impressive. And the only reason why I, I tell everybody, I was like, the only reason why we wasn't six and zero oh is because we didn't have anybody five and six a. Yeah. 
But uh, that's true. Uh, I think that it can all be traced back to nineteen eighty seven. It was Likely. a perfect. It was a perfect storm. Right? Yeah, it, it was. really was. You had you guys, and you know you were all like really cool personalities. You were a great football team. You had Coach Howard out there, kind of like that Bear Bryant type figure, you know? mm-hmm. and and. WYMT was just getting they off the ground us. and oh, started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Loved yeah. And I love, we love them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and so you had a lot of people. All of a sudden, you had a lot more eyes on you. And at that time, you know, sports in the mountains was basketball and everything else at that time. Mm-hmm. When you guys went and done what you did, well, now, wait a minute. You know, we can come out of here and play football and go down there and whoop mm-hmm. them guys. You know? We don't have to be a tiny, uh, you know, Pikeville High School and have to go play Pleasure Ridge Park to win the Sweet 16. You know, we can just go down there and beat the crap out of everybody and win state in football. And it it, it really gave, I think that really was kind of one of the first building blocks that 30 years later was why you see mountain football being so good. Made believers out of. I yeah. think it made yeah. believers out of everybody. Absolutely, it, it really did. It was a motivator put, for I think people, even our rivals, to say, "Hey, if we if they can do that, yeah. we can." It, it put mountain football on the map. It did, and I, I agree. And I, I'm like I say, I'm so honored to be part of it. And, but I, I agree that that was kind of a catapult. Uh, you know, people believed, "Hey, man, we can do this." I mean, yeah. and uh, that was a that was a. An exceptional group of, of young men, I'd say, and you know, and their coaches. You know, I have to be remiss. You know, Bill Alara. Um, uh, I mean, Coach Alara. Offensive genius. I mean, I, I, X's and O men. I've uh, sent out some failures to try to get Coach Alara yeah. on the show. He, he was on here actually. Us. I think that he was very. He was um, so important, really, because Coach Howard was a motivator. He was an organizer and a motivator, yeah. and he put the pieces into place. He was. Hiller, Coach Howard, was just a leader. Yeah, he was a leader he really of was. men. Yeah. He was a leader of men, and he he surrounded himself with good generals to help. And you know, a good leader knows how to delegate, and he yeah. did. And you had Coach Coach Trevitt, you know Trevitt, who was phenomenal. Uh, Coach Mahan, Joe Mahan, who you know a lot. Of, uh, he moved from here. A lot of people yeah. don't remember Coach Mahan a lot, but he was. The line coach, offensive, defensive line. I played for Coach Mayhem last year. Yeah, we I was going to say, we, okay, we had that. him right at the end. You all had him. I yeah. learned, I learned and, so much yeah, from that guy. Yeah. I really he did. was. He was a very, I mean, he, he was so I was so Coach Howard's last quarterback. He was kind crazy. of a, he, I really did. Yeah, 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 I didn't know weird. that. I didn't yeah. know that. That's great. Coach uh, Coach Mayhem, uh, I kind of thought of him as being, uh, the professor. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. more of the intellectual. He was more analytical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could, you know, he could throw down and fire yeah. up when yeah. he needed to, when it had to be done, but he he, he taught it like you were in a lecture, yeah. like in a college lecture, but it, you didn't get bored with it. Yeah. I mean, he talked and he taught. I, I transferred down here after my sophomore year from Chevy Valley, and I tell people this all the time. I've said it on here. Joe Mahan taught me more about the mental approach yeah. and aspect yeah. of the game. Yeah. I learned more than him about yeah. that in three days than I had in three years. And that's no slight against anybody. That's just how good Joe Mahan was. So yeah, he, I give him all the credit for that. Um, what uh, I, The question I got is I watched that uh, Tribute to Champions thing with uh, with Coach Howard and all those guys. Uh, Andrew Joyce was hosting it. Right. Um, yeah, he's Go ahead, I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Uh, but they were saying that pretty much like the practices with you guys were just, you all were just 
pretty much stalemating each other. Mm -hmm. You guys it were was just so awesome good. to watch. What was the competition like to earn a spot? Oh, what was goodness. it like to earn your spot? Oh my goodness! I mean, you had to earn it every practice. I yeah. mean, it yeah. was a there was never there was never a, a comfortable moment in practice. Yeah, I mean because you know our second team, uh, our second team. Well, really not a second team, but you know the the, the reserves. I guess, yeah, I don't know how to, they ended up winning two state yeah, I mean, they, 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 the next state yeah, champions. You, let's you, put it that yeah, way. You got to be proud about that yeah, as a the starter. Next state champ, yeah. I mean, they they pushed you every practice, and I mean, we our practices were like a state championship game every Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, when we scrimmaged each other and went live, we were playing another state champ. We yeah. were practicing against a future state championship yeah. team. Yeah. So that's what we did every practice. So and they were they were spirited and they were they were fantastic. We practiced behind the bleachers where the softball teams yeah. are now, yeah. as you all did for years, and that was great. Great practice facility, natural grass, and it was. Um, Great times, great times. Uh, Robbie, I know you got to go, and, and I'm sorry we've kept you no, this long, I, but I, I, we, we've definitely great. enjoyed it. But uh, I just want to leave you. I always leave people with something. Uh, here we go. Let's hear it. Sitting here with you has has kind of and have you tell those stories and things like that has really took me back to a to a great time in my life and with my dad. That was. You guys were the first thing me and my dad actually ever bonded over. Okay, my dad's no longer with us. He died in 2006. Our dad, mine's JR's dad. And he would always tell me, go down there to Pikeville, son, play football. You're a big kid. You know, and so that was something that he and I bonded over. And I would not be here right now talking about Pikeville football. My son would not be playing football at Pikeville. He wouldn't have played football at Pikeville had it not been for you guys. Oh, that. And we're not the only ones, okay? But I just always want to uh, give a big thanks to you and all those guys on that team. It, it, it was special to me, to, and it, you guys are always going to be special to me. So I, I just want, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to try not to cry, but I'm well, serious. Hey, that's, let me tell you, that, I, that's probably as good a compliment as I've ever received. And I certainly, that's a very humbling thing. And I appreciate that. And I want to say on behalf of my teammates, if they would allow me, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Doug. And thank you, JR, for that. And all the fans at Pipewell High School. Uh, it's a special place. It always will be a special place. Uh, no place like it in my mind uh, on earth. Um, Maroon Brothers, uh, I believe that. The day we die. And, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure being here, guys. Uh, I can't tell you I've been looking forward to this. And uh, all I'm going to say is this, the future is bright, and I, I can't wait to sit back and watch it. And hell, Pikeville. <laughs> yeah, 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 sir. Yeah. Right. He does it way better.